from the banks of the Avon, this is Black Sheep Rebranded, the place where you never have to worry about fitting in or being accepted. All are welcome. The leader of our pack is Rick Sherwood. He's willing to share with us his take on this crazy world. His insights come from not only his experience as a psychotherapist, but also his many life experiences. His hope is to help us live our best lives as we continue on our own ever-changing personal journey. I don't know about you, but I can't wait to hear what's on his mind today. G'day folks and welcome to another podcast and another, uh, you know, 20 minute or if you count the intro and exit, maybe 25 minutes of uh, my time and yours to discuss and put out some ideas. And so today we're going to be talking about love and commitment and you're going to be going, why the piano in the background, Rick? Well... Because if you actually listen, this song and that that cover that that, that that beautiful gentleman is doing, that song's actually called The Stripper. And it's a piano solo that uh, I was just playing a little piece of. And uh, I, I'm going to pull up an, another bit of music. And, uh, and this is going to be kind of a bit of the theme of of what we're going to talk about for the next 20 minutes or so. And that theme is love and commitment. And unfortunately, we live in an age where the whole idea of love and commitment, and, 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 I'm, and I'm putting it right out there, man, I am guilty of this across the board. I have spent so much time, money, energy, trying to be in love and in committed relationships just to find out that my idea of love and commitment and their idea of love and commitment, man, we're, we're not even on, this, on the same page. And so this is, again, this bit of reality that, you know, unfortunately, we struggle with. Yeah, folks, money, money, money and the stripper. That is the cornerstone of where so many people look and they go, are you a good match for me? Are you good? Because they strip, they look around and they go, oh my good God, look at that body. Oh my good God, look at those muscles. Oh my good God, look at that paycheck. Look at that where they live. Look at where they come from. It's all about sex and money, people. That's what it's about. It is not about are you actually in a good place together? <clears throat> are you actually in a place where you can actually put out? And so, you know, going back to the to the beginning of this song, right, by, by Pink Floyd. Just listen to it. The machine. Money. The cash register. 
Oh, my God. Isn't that what we look at when we look at each other? We look at each other as as cash registers. We look at each other as a hundred things, but we do not actually stop and look at each other of, of about anything else other than money and sex. All the time, I have couples who come in and I say to them, you know, they'll come in for couples counseling and I say to them, hey, um, how much time would you actually invest in each other today? Every day. Yep, seven days a week. How much time would you invest? There's no TV. There's no electronics. There's nothing other than the two of you sitting there chatting about your goals and hopes and wishes for the for the next week, for the next day, for the next anything. And and I and I tell you again, I'm I'm a hundred percent guilty of this. Hundred percent guilty. So please don't don't sit here and 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 say, Rick, you're living a double standard. No. We struggle. And maybe there's people out there, and, and actually I know that for sure there are people out there who have been married for fifty years or sixty years. And and those people, you know, they double down all the time on trying to make sure that the relationship is about other things. And and sometimes they find really unique and unorthodox ways to make their marriage last. And it wouldn't be a marriage that I would stay in. And I can say when I look across uh, my family, um, most of the people, most of the marriages I look at, I look at, at the, the marriage and I go, there isn't a chance in hell I'd want to be part of that. And so maybe that's a me problem because, again, I have I have standards. But you know what my standard is? My standard is, is that the person actually is willing to risk emotionally, physically, psychologically, financially, sexually, in every way to put themselves out to actually be in a relationship with me. And so all the time I see and I hear selfish relationships, selfish, uh, selfish situations where people truly do not want to put out anything unless they're guaranteed a return. So what I mean by that is they will look at you and they will go, does it look safe to hug them? Because I don't want to be rejected. Does it look like sex is going to be a good thing? Because I don't want to be rejected. The number of times that I have couples who come in and their, their sex life died 20 years ago and they look around and they go, I don't understand how that happened. Well, because somebody was rejected and somebody commoditized it by saying, well, I'm only going to have sex with you if you do this for me. I'm only going to do this for you if you do that for me. And instead of it being a true commitment of what what are the goals and and this is an area where I truly struggle because I am pretty high maintenance, but I'm also a workaholic. I'm also very high energy and I go. And so I want to make love like there's no tomorrow. I want to have dinner like there's no tomorrow. I want to cook like there's no tomorrow. Uh, anybody who's listened to the podcast about you know, live like you were dying. Well, I love like I was dying. And therefore, it is a game on 100% commitment every day. And and truly, it is the other person, and I and I used this, this saying the other day, and some people are going to be offended by this, but I apologize. The Father, Son, and Holy Ghost in Christianity. Who's more important, the Father, the Son, or the Holy Ghost? 
And quite frankly, they're indistinguishable from each other. They are all equally as important. And when I say they are all equally as important, they are. And so in the relationship, person A, person B, or the couple, which is C, none of them should be more important. And if at any point in my personal life I see that person A is more important than C, the couple, or B being me, I point it out. And when I point it out, people go, well, well, no. And it's like, but these are the examples that I have for my life growing up with my parents owning that trailer park. I got to see a lot of people come and go through the park over the years. I got to see relationships end. I got to see relationships begin. I got to see all different people of all different ages. Got to see people grow up and start to date. And across the board, the relationships that lasted and the, the relationships that I looked at and I went, wow. Predominantly, what they did is they looked at person A in the relationship, person B in the relationship, and person C in the relationship, they all had equal value. And unfortunately, I set a pretty high bar for my relationships. And the bar that I set, um, obviously, is, is significant. And I talk readily and easily about all kinds of things going on in my life and my emotions and when I do that, I put it out there and I go, hey, this is what I need. This is why I need it. This is when I need it. And people all the time will come back to me and go, well, that's just too much. And that's their right. That's their prerogative. That's their everything. But it's also my right then to say that's not good enough for me. And so... Again, when, when I look around, unfortunately, I see too many relationships that are based, and, and, I, and, and I don't know how many people have said to me, if we stop having sex, if something happens, well, we're done because we have nothing else. If we stop, again, and it's, it's about respect that people are going to grow, evolve, and change. And understanding that that evolution has to be a discussion. So if you wake up every day, again, what I've seen professionally, what I've seen in academics, and what I've seen growing up and throughout my life, if you wake up every day and you go, I have to protect me first and foremost because you're going to leave me. You have power. You have whatever. Instead of waking up every day and going, how do I make this person's life a little bit better? Truly, how do I actually bring in my A game? My A game isn't attached to money. My A game isn't attached to, to, to where my postal code or zip code is. My, my A game isn't attached to my net worth. My A game is my effort to, as I'm going to go back to, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. My A game is my commitment to my partner my partner, my commitment to the relationship, and my commitment to me. And all three are equally important to me every day. And so I see all the time 
again, where people go, well, it looked good when I started because, you know, they came from money or because they looked a certain way or because of whatever else. There's a there's a guy who um, he used to always say to me, I've known him for eight, nine years. And he used to always say to me, has to look good on paper, Rick. Right? Like that's because money is everything. Business is everything to him. It's got to look good on paper. And the person who he's now with, you know, they were two kids in before he even knew what, what she made. She didn't even know what she made because she just relied on on uh, a family member who she worked for to say, here, I do your taxes. I do everything. This is where you're at. Nobody knew. And so fundamentally, it never had anything to do with how it looked on paper. What it had to do with is how the person looked standing beside him. Right? So money, 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 or the stripper song. So money, money, money is about all the things that's going to buy you. And one of the things that that he thinks is that by looking good standing beside him, it's going to be automatically amazing. It's not. It's a lot of work. He's finding that out. And I commend him and I commend his partner for taking the energy and at some point stepping back and going, we actually have to have real conversations here. We actually have to get past the superficial. And when you get past the superficial and you start actually going, I need to invest, I need to be transparent, and I need to actually truly put in all the risk that I have. Not all the risk I can, but all the risk that I have. That is truly love and commitment in its purest form. And again, I look across at the deception that I see within within my siblings' relationships. And I mean across all of them. And I look at I look around and I go, there isn't a chance in hell. There is one couple who I'm going to say likely live the most transparent, beautiful life that I could imagine. And communicate the best that I, I can imagine a couple communicating. And um, and that's my brother Rob and his wife Lolita. The, the two of them actually, I think, really do truly try to put out to each other where each other is. And they put out the best that they can to entertain people, to live, to do, to retire, to build, to do everything. And, and again, I'm not real close to either of them, but but from where I sit, other than that, nobody in my immediate family, my parents perhaps, um, in, in their heyday. But again, all too often, we are looking and we are trying to commoditize, which means we are trying to add, add or take away value that singularly supports ourselves. And this is where... You know, when I when I go to to Rob and I go to Lalitha, I know that you know decisions have been made that financially didn't always serve, and they've just stood by each other. I'm sure they've had some pretty good arguments over, but they just stood by each other. And when they stood by, they they really truly showed a high level of love and commitment 
that was not based on what served one. And so again, that, that idea of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. So if I go back to my first marriage, um, I thought I was putting in everything, as it turns out, because of, you know, she was uh, diagnosed with as a result of my life, as a result of so many things that have gone on. And so when we look around, we are looking around at so many things and we are, are, are failing to understand that what we need is we need to truly be authentic. We need to truly be not only just authentic, but we need to be the best versions of ourselves every day. And we have to be the best version of ourselves every day for that idea, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, which goes back to the idea of within the couple. And you would be amazed at how many people say to me when I ask them, will you give half an hour a day, seven days a week? I've never had a couple actually agree to that. We're too busy. And then I go, okay, but think about when you were dating. How much would you give up for that half an hour? But now life is too busy. I have to go do my hobby. I have to go do whatever. I don't want to do that. They're not that exciting. My God, what, what an awful statement. I do have people who will agree to three, four, five times a week, half an hour a day, and those couples uh, last. Those couples actually rejuvenate their relationships, and those couples go on to do incredible things. And so, again, in that essence of stopping and thinking, right, what do we need? What do we need every day? Wise men say, Wise men say as Elvis Presley is singing here, that only fools rush in. And people would say to me at 20, I got married to Karen and it was way too young. And you know what? I would agree. Didn't know. Wasn't in a good place. Shouldn't have been doing what, what I was doing. It was just running. But what do we want? All of us. We want love. We want love. We want to be committed. We want to be connected. We want to have this incredible journey of true commitment. As all of us just saying, like a river flows. As a couple, you don't know where your destiny is going to begin or end. I see that all the time. I see that in my family's relationships. I see that in my clients' relationships. And I've certainly seen it in mine. You never know where it's going to go. And the ones who actually last, the ones who actually stay, and the ones who actually work are truly the ones who honestly and completely fall in love but they don't fall in love with the, with an element of the person they don't fall in love with the fact that the person has a cleaning lady has a nice house has a this has a that they don't fall in love with those elements what they fall in love with 
is through sickness and health we will grow together. Which means that through sickness and through health, we will be committed to growing, which means we will also not tolerate from the other person an effort that takes away from the individual or the couple. And I have often been asked in relationships to be the sacrificial lamb Black Sheep rebranded. We aren't going to be sacrificial lambs. We are going to stand up for the love that we are committed to getting, that we deserve, that we should have, and that only we can ensure that we get. So for everybody here at Black Sheep rebranded, and for everybody here at RS Therapy Group, Y'all have yourself a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. And please continue to send your feedback to uh, Rebecca at RS Therapy Group or to myself at Rick at RS Therapy Group. We love to hear from you. And uh, again, if you want to reach out and you have some more serious things you want to talk about, uh, please reach out. We're more than happy to set you up with an appointment and uh, to see if you can't find the best version of your life possible, which includes the best love that could ever come into your life. Take care, folks. Again, thank you very much. It's Rick Sherwood here again. Thank you very much. As I continuously say, really appreciate everyone who tunes into these podcasts. Uh, But please keep in mind, uh, all the information contained within these is not meant to be a supplement or meant to be a replacement for psychotherapy or for anyone truly struggling with mental health. Please reach out to uh, a therapist and somebody qualified to help you out. If these ideas trigger something within you where you need to do that and you're not sure where to go, by all means, please reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to. Uh, Go to uh, blacksheeprebranded.ca and we can direct you in in unbelievable different directions. Piracy, please don't pirate the information in this. It is proprietary. Uh, Please also make sure that, uh, that you understand that this isn't about us wanting to be greedy about our ideas. This is us wanting to make sure that our ideas are uniquely and collectively kept as ours so that we can use them as we see fit and not how other people want to do it for their own piracy and their own benefit. Y'all be good. Take care. Bye-bye.